Hello everyone, welcome to Kill the Cast, my name is Jerry, and joining me as always is the ever-quotable Jay. Things are better the second time around. Mm. That's, that's, what, you know, these things don't really have any quotable lines, so that's all I went with. Third or fourth time doing this? I'm not sure. And, of course, speaking of a third time, we also have the Silent Hill biker himself, Kenneth. I think my cat just shit and it fucking stinks in here. <laughs> oh man, I got some terrible gas right now, so my whole room smells. I am in perfect harmony with the world and the way it smells. <laughs> so I guess I lucked out. Merry fucking Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. We are here with our annual Christmas episode. That means it is Halloween TV for Christmas, and this year we are jumping back into sitcoms, uh, and if I, off the top of my head, I'm pretty sure this is our fourth annual Halloween for Christmas episode, so I'm pretty stoked about that. This year, each of us uh, chose a Halloween special sitcom episode for us three to watch, and uh, I'm pretty excited about that, but before we get into that, of course, we need to see what everyone's been up to, so Jay... What have you been up to since uh, we recorded uh, Cannibal Holocaust? Uh, crying about turtles. Um, <laughs> I, oh, you uh, watched the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles cartoon? You gotta remember, it's not made for you. It's made for, for kids. <laughs> and, no. and yeah, the style's no. pretty bad. But, you know, I'm sure Are you talking about Rise of the Turtles? Uh, whatever the newest Nickelodeon... I haven't watched the it newest fucking one. No. sucks. Yeah, but, uh, but I bet your kid likes it, Kenna. Uh, he liked the one previous bef- better than the newest one. Well, you know, I knew I liked him. <laughs> uh, so, uh, no, yeah. I, got a, uh, I got a Raspberry Pi uh, <coughs> for Christmas, so I turned that into an emulator box. Oh, nice. Did you set it up yourself? Um, I found a very large 128 gig uh, image file. I flashed that to an SD card, and it was preloaded with everything. Okay, um, nice. I, I didn't know if you like went through and did all the Linux shit, or if you just flashed an image. No, I would. I I researched a ton of it while I was waiting for the SD card to arrive from Amazon because it didn't come with one. Um, okay, I have a RetroPie uh, also. They are fantastic. I found this awesome image that has its own custom like ui and it well i mean maybe it's not custom maybe it's stuff that already existed but it's it's fantastic nice uh do you have like uh up to n64 and playstation one on there or it it is on their place to actually i think dreamcast is on there too nice um, how well it runs is a whole nother question and uh, story ps1 uh, actually ps1 and dreamcast don't run bad but n64 that's notorious for just never running right. That's why, like, I have my RetroPie, but I also have a Nintendo 64 with a EverDrive. So that there I can just plug, because that's the NC4 just doesn't emulate well. But uh, I also have a RetroPie. Fucking love them. Recommend them to anyone who wants to play retro video games without spending tons of money. Because you can even buy preloaded ones on eBay for, you know. Hundred to hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. What I'm really excited about is the uh, the preloaded emulators that has its own section for for Famicom and Super Famicom, but all the games for those sections are English translated, so I can. Holy I wanted diver. to. I could, I, 
I could run. Yeah, Holy Diver. You could play that one. Uh, all the Final Fantasies. Fuck that game. Um, and then my personal favorite, uh, Dragon Ball Z: Legend of the Super Saiyan, is a uh, turn-based RPG that uses a card battle system. Uh, there are quite a few of those, actually. Well, this is this specific one. Yeah, um, Super Famicom, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what I love about it a lot, even though this has nothing to do with horror or Christmas, um, is that it's so in-depth that if you let characters die in fights they died in the show, you get different story uh, stuff than you would have if you just played through and beat everybody. Nice. Uh, I Actually, not... But like two weeks ago or something, I watched, I rewatched the uh, pro Jared history of Dragon Ball Z game videos. Very, very oh, good set. That sounds fun. Uh, yeah, very, very good. Um, well, all right. So you've been getting down on some retro pie action. That's always exciting. Uh, Kenneth, what have you been up to? Um, nothing much. I mean, uh, shopping for Christmas, getting all that stuff done, working. Um, uh, went down to my mom's and made you know some stuff for christmas and things like that and dealing with this hellish little black dragon cat that i've got that is literally right now trying to eat my hand okay um, uh two questions what did mm. you make at your mom's house for christmas also hello karen i love you i love uh, you too uh we did brownies and cookies brownies and cookies okay i, I didn't i didn't know if you like meant y'all were like making ornaments no, 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 no. We did uh, brownies, cookies, uh, Jade, and uh, my little cousin. They did some gingerbread cookies with like icing and stuff like that on them, and uh, you know stuff like that. I had to go down there and get it all ready for Christmas Eve. Very nice. Uh, second question: Do you really need a hand? Sacrifice it to the cat. Oh, dude, man! If you could see the tops of my hand. She, like, just jumped up in the chair just to attack my forearm, and she's literally eating it right now. Well, quit being so delicious, and she wouldn't do that. And then she probably tastes like salami. And since she likes playing fetch, what she'll do is she'll, I'll be sitting in the living room or whatever, and she'll jump up in my lap with her little, you know, little toy fish, and I'll throw it, and she'll lunge off of my knees and dig her back claws into my legs. So I've got scratches (laughs) all over my fucking knees. Uh, Cass used to like to play fetch, but now he's fat and lazy, and he'll go and get the toy, he'll bring it halfway, drop it, and then walk the rest of the way to me, and then just look at me, like I'm the dumb one. <laughs> and I'm like, you're the, you're the fucking idiot here, cat. Uh, but yeah, you also named your cat Mavis, which is definitely the name of a man-eater, uh, from the 1920s, so, whose fault is that, Kenneth? Mm, yeah, she's, she's mean, but I love her to death. She's a mean little bitch, but I love her to death. Very nice. Uh, as for myself, uh, I just said myself with an A. Yeah, that's all right. That's fine. Uh, I've been playing video games. Uh, I've been playing a uh, shit ton of Diablo 3. I've uh, been playing uh, the seasonal journey, but I've kind of burned out on it now. Uh, so I decided to uh, start my first MMO, and I've been playing Final Fantasy fourteen. So that's been fun. I'm a cat boy. So <laughs> it's sexy. Um, and I'm a lancer. I'm going to become a dragoon. Spear the fuck out of you. Uh, that's how I roll. Final Fantasy IV action going on. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, apparently. So in the game, you can get like uh, like the full-on cane armor. 
in there. And then, like... That's cool. As one of your mounts, like, you have to wait till you're, like, level 50, but one of your mounts, you can get the Magitek armor. Ooh. And there's, like... And people are running around, and you can have, like, a pet, and people are running around with, like, doll versions. Uh, they're called wind-ups of, like, Kefka and Eris and... <laughs> uh, Bart's from Final Fantasy V. Uh, the the amount of like throwback stuff they have is actually pretty dope. But yeah, so I'm playing my first MMO. Uh, I'm on the Genova server. If uh, you trying to play, though, I'm still going through the story, which will take me fucking forever. Uh, this, you know, I've I will never complain about another video game's slow experience because I'm level nineteen. And to gain my next experience, already I have to get 50,000 experience points. Just at level 19. 50,000. Have fun with that. It's ridiculous. Go kill some crabs. You, yeah, the crabs give you like fucking 50 to 100 depending on what level they are. It's going to take way too long. I would have had an easier time getting crabs out of nunnery. <laughs> <clears throat> it's ridiculous. So, all right. Well, uh, we've just got a fun, relaxed Christmas episode. Uh, sorry, guys, we didn't get another Chris, another episode out for December. Uh, October, November, December just haven't really worked out for us timing-wise with everyone uh, having so we much tried. shit going on. We yeah, did we try. We but life gets in the way. It yeah. does. You can't. Life, you got to deal with it. So, start sending us money, and we can, you know, we can, we can really start, you know, putting out yeah, more stuff. Maybe you know <laughs> what? Maybe for 2020, we will relaunch the Patreon. Yeah, we'll, or we'll just, talk about you know, it. Or you can just send me a message, and I'll hook you up with my Cash App tag. I mean, that's just faster. I'll hang Don for money. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I will. I don't have a good thing. I, I'm not really good at anything, so I'll come and explain to you why Christianity is a bad thing. I, I don't know what you want from me. I can tell you why Jaws is the greatest movie of all time. Um, I can explain to you why Griffith did nothing wrong. You know, there's different <laughs> things I can do if you want to pay me, uh, but that's okay. Okay, so uh, we're starting out today. With the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, this episode was picked by Jay. It's called yeah. Hex and the Single Guy, <laughs> which um, I get the Hex part. Single Guy just seems really tacked on, but it's got to be a pun on some other character on some other title of something. <clears throat> yeah, that would make sense. Uh, so in this episode, uh, we basically have. Uh, we're two months out from Hillary's fiance dying, and it's Halloween, and she decides she's going to do a seance with the family to try to talk to Trevor, her dead fiance. Um, <laughs> and while she doing, was crushed, so was he. Yeah, uh, I mean, we'll get into that. Uh, so while <laughs> doing the seance, Will kind of makes fun of it and ends up getting hexed, and. Uh, basically a bunch of shit goes bad from there. So, first of all, Jay, you picked this episode, so let's throw it to you. Why did you pick this episode? What did you like about the episode? What are your overall thoughts? Let's get into this. 
Uh, so I remember it going way differently than it did after I rewatched it from when I suggested it. Um, I thought it was more, um, I don't know, Halloween-y than that. But uh, <clears throat> I don't know. It's Fresh Prince. Who doesn't like Fresh Prince? It's uh, just one that's that's always stuck out in my head. Um, I haven't watched that show in forever. But uh, when you're like, we need sitcoms, I was like, you know what? I remember this episode. Let's do this. Uh, yeah, I can't bad. think of many bad episodes of Fresh Prince, and I definitely had fun with this episode. Um, it's a little mean spirited. Yeah, I was uh, actually. <laughs> I was kind of thinking that while watching. I was like, "Damn, I don't remember Will being this much of a dick." Like, not just Will, but like ev- Uncle Phil, Carlton. Everyone is kind of making jokes about her dead fiance behind her back to her at this expense of him at the expense of her. And it's just kind of like, I was sitting the whole episode. I was like, man, these people are dicks. It would literally be like if I went to a seance with Jay and Kenneth so that they could both contact their dead fathers and they got mad at me for making fun of it. And I was just like, both of you guys are halfway to being Batman. I don't know what you're complaining about. (laughs) Like, was that the joke? That was the joke. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> For Okay, everyone, I made this joke, and uh, I came up with it, and then I was like, I don't know if I want to make this joke because it's talking about their dead dads, and, and, you know, like, it's funny to me, but my dad's still alive, so, you know, maybe I don't have the right to make this joke. So I messaged him. I didn't tell him what the joke was, but I kind of, like, danced around it and was like, to see if they would get offended and they both gave me the okay to do the joke, but I didn't tell them the joke ahead of time. So, that's the jokes. Um, but yeah, they're talking about Trevor being dead, and they're and they're just being dicks about this whole fucking thing. And I just, I, I was just like, I don't. Wow, it's two months, two fucking months, not a year, not half a year. Two months that this guy died in a bungee jumping accident, and they're making fun of him to his fiance. Like, yeah, it definitely wasn't too soon for them, I guess. It wasn't. Uh, so Kenneth, what did you think about this episode? Um, I thought the episode was amusing. The the jokes that they made at Trevor's expense were great. Um, I didn't like the way it ended though. I think it would have been much funnier if it had all been a joke. Instead of yeah, him I thought dreaming. I could have sworn I remembered it being like a prank on Will, but yeah, I if it had been <laughs> if it had been a prank on him, it would have been a lot funnier. You know, it ended like an "Are You Afraid of the Dark?" episode. Yeah, I was <laughs> right. like, "Oh, they're doing the dreaming cop out," but then I did like the way they twisted the dream cop out with it being like almost like a, a an eternal loop. So I did like that. I don't know how they would have pulled off this being a prank. Um, especially going, hey, Hillary, we're going to prank Will. We need you to contact your dead fiance. She's a dumbass. I'm sure she probably would have went for it. I just mean like afterwards, like all like, it, I don't know. I just I could have sworn that's what I remembered, but obviously not. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, but if it had been something like that, because I kept thinking the whole time I was watching it, because I knew I, I was the same as Jay. I knew I'd seen that episode before, and I kept wanting to think that it was a prank. And then, damn, when it come to find out, when it turned out to be a dream, that was the only thing I didn't like about it. I was just like, eh, 
you know. But yeah, I mean, you're right, Jerry. I mean, it was cool to have kind of like the, you know, like it was a premonition or something like that. But you know, overall, I just didn't like the end of it. But the rest of it was really funny, and the damn, like I said, the jokes at at Trevor's expense were fucking fantastic. Oh my like god. Like the one where she said she was kind of up in the, she just left up in the air. <laughs> and know? they just look at each other. Yeah, dude. I mean, that was great. And then the one where uh, Carlton made the joke about him being crushed. <laughs> Not as much as Trevor. <laughs> yeah, that was fantastic. I was like, holy shit, man. Not really a joke, but the one I really liked was uh, Will uh, trying to find a sensitive way to tell her Trevor's dead. And he's like, oh, I can't. He's dead. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, was, "Damn, oh it was, man, it was good. It was really good." Uh, so some things I really liked about the episode. Uh, let's talk about the butler, uh, because he stole his scenes when he's dressed up as a dinosaur and scares the kids for Halloween. That's hilarious. And then when uh, Aunt Vib kind of gets onto him and he's just like, "Tell it to Barney," yeah, that was, I died. That was really good. Uh, that was a good. Then towards the end of the episode, uh, he ends up getting arrested. But before he gets arrested, he hears all the screams. He goes in there, and he's like, oh, I thought you found the pictures of me and my tutu. And he's like, New Year's <laughs> Eve was a crazy night. And then he, yeah. a woman shows up to arrest him for not being a citizen. And he's like, are you the woman of my dreams? She puts handcuffs on him, and he immediately goes, you, you are. are. <laughs> like You're just like sitting there going, what kinky shit is this motherfucker into? handcuffs apparently <laughs> a little more than that man he was in a tutu he's getting handcuffed he's into it um but ready yeah. to get a hand job i hope he got a hand job handcuff hand job handcuffs hand jobs that's uh my new service that you can order on patreon today <laughs> um so yeah i really liked the episode uh the carlton being macaulay culkin when he first showed up, before he explained who he was, I was like, is he supposed to be Dennis Rodman? Because <laughs> like, uh, I saw his hair is green, not blonde. Right, I agree with you. Um, so it, was, it, wasn't, it didn't appear green to me, It appeared, but it appeared bright yellow, not blonde. Yeah, it just looked really weird. Uh, I also thought the, the string of hexes that happened to him, because... Will made fun of the guy by hitting him with that gitchy gitchy ya ya da da whatever the fuck that was, which was yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Uh, we're pretty good. Uh, Carlton's hair gets fucked up. Uh, what's the youngest daughter's name? Ashley. Ashley. She takes a bunch of balls to the face. Yeah, she does. <laughs> and um, then fucking Will hits it. Just like, like was that just him having fun? And then they're like, you know, what? let's keep that in there because it seemed like silly. Like yeah, he it just, didn't. He went out there with the pan for no reason, just started batting at the balls. Yeah, it for sure didn't feel part of the script. It felt like he just went and did it, and they just kept it in. Um, so and then we mentioned uh, Jeffrey, uh, the butler. He gets arrested for not being a citizen. The biggest one being Uncle Phil gets. Uh, well, two biggest ones is Uncle Phil is going to be fired slash put in jail because uh, the DEA uh, has proof he was taking bribes. And then the other big one is uh, Aunt Viv walks in on Hillary making out with Jazzy Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. And they're going to get married. And Jazzy Jeff has the balls to tell, like say right in front of Phil that they need to start making a baby tonight. 
Oh, yeah. And then kicks Phil out of his own house. That was a great twist on, on the ongoing yeah, joke. That that ongoing psych gag, yeah. That was hilarious. Um, all in all, uh, even though this one didn't feel as much Halloween, except for like when they're actually in the seance, it had a very nice Twilight Zone vibe to it. So I would give it a pass. I really, I really did enjoy the episode. It kind of reminded me how good Fresh Prince is, even though this is a very, you know, a much lighter, jokier episode with nothing really serious going on. Even though they're making jokes about Hillary's two-month dead fiance. <laughs> yeah, uh, so savage over at Fresh Prince script room. Yeah, that was rough. I was like, wow, holy shit. Uh, when I started this episode, I was just like, God damn, guys, calm the fuck down. Like, this is ridiculous. But it gave me a really good joke, so I give this a two thumbs up. There you go. Uh, so yeah, does anyone else have anything they want to say on Hesh, uh, Hesh Prince? Fresh Prince, Um, excellent single guy. I do like how, uh, how Jazz was talking about how he's going to impregnate, uh, Hillary in front of her entire family and she was just all about it like a kinky little bitch that she is yeah yes. she's like we're gonna get married right now <laughs> we're gonna oh, oh man we to have a baby let's start tonight <laughs> the one problem I had with that scene is Hillary and uh Jazzy Jeff do the handshake uh hand slap thing that him and Will do but they didn't cut to Will getting upset about it Right. Why would you be upset about it? Because, because that's, that's their that's thing. That's him and Jazz's thing. Well, yeah, but. And now Hillary's rolling all up, taking his best friend, taking their ha- secret handshake. He can't be doing that shit. And it would have added a little bit more tension to what was going on with Will, where he was just like, <gasps> what the fuck? You know? That's true. Yeah, so because out of that whole scene, Ashley has the, the best reaction. Which is like, I'm going to go throw up. up. (laughs) (laughs) That was great. I I loved it. I I really liked this episode. It really made me remember how good Fresh Prince is. I think I need to go back and rewatch some episodes. It holds up very, very well. Canadian Netflix has the whole thing if you know how to get to Canadian Netflix. Yeah, hit them VPNs. Yeah, buddy. Not sponsored. Maybe they should sponsor us. We'll promote their VPNs. Yeah. Hey, Nord. Uh, you Hit want us to, uh, up, Nord. I can, I've watched enough YouTube and listened to enough podcasts. I could do the, the Nord uh, commercial off the top of my head. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, moving on. We are moving on to Kenneth's Choice, which is step-by-step. Step. Uh, this episode is called... Something wild. So, step I, by step. Uh, now, I have never seen this show. Oh, really? Today How was my first time ever watching this show. I have no recollection of seeing this as a kid, knowing about this. I, I didn't know any of the characters, nothing. So, because of that, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time kind of giving an explanation of the episode. Kenneth, can you give us a brief explanation of this episode? Um, if All right, so for people out there that do know the characters, uh, basically the way it goes, uh, actually, I'll give you a whole r- a rundown on the show. 
basically what happened is you've got two families. The parents started dating. They got together, and then the kids, they all moved into they one house. They called the Brady Bunch. Yeah, basically, it's just a Brady Bunch remake. Yeah, it's pretty much that, except for the kids knew each other from school and fucking hated each other already. Uh, okay. Yeah, because, like, well, I guess I'll save all this. Let you continue explaining the episode. Right. So you got uh, you got the dad's kids and the mom's kids. They already knew each other. They already hated each other. I forgot about that. Uh, yeah. And then they all moved in together and have to learn how to live with each other. And then Cody shows up, which is a main ca- one of the main characters in this episode. He's and dude, he, bro, right? Yeah. yeah. He's he's like the the distant cousin, some shit. I don't know. He he's lives in his van. Yeah, he was badass. Sasha Mitchell was badass in that. And then after he did Kickboxer and Step by Step, he became a fucking professional bodybuilder. Well, and so, cool. yeah. And so, if you actually look, Google him, man, he's fucking huge. I think he don't also even look his wife, though. So there's that. Uh, hey, man, them roids, dude. <laughs> roids. But uh, but yeah. So, uh, but basically, the gist of the episode is is uh. You got two different things going on. You got Cody, who's trying to get the Guinness Book of World Records for the biggest jack-o'-lantern. And at the beginning of the episode, you see uh, a forklift rolling in the driveway with this fucking pumpkin that's goddamn enormous. Uh, It's taller than he is, and I think he's like six foot two. And then the other part of the episode is Mark, the second youngest boy out of all the kids, is going through puberty and he's trying to get this chick that's like hot but like the badass chick with like a tattoo and whatever in the high school to fucking dig him 13 year old with a fucking arm tattoo right and he's trying to get and he's trying to get a date with her but he's like a fucking nerd you know what i'm saying like you know before nerds were cool so he's like your stereotype of a nerd back in the late 80s early 90s with the glasses and the and the sweater and and all the rest of that stuff he's like that kind of stereotype of a nerd and uh he basically fucking like makes a deal with her. He's like, if you come to my Halloween party, you know, I'll do your homework for like a month. And if you play your cards right, I may do it for two. <laughs> yeah. So, she doesn't uh, respect uh, consent. So fuck her. Right. But yeah, I mean, it's a, so that was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of the whole thing. And let's see what else goes on. Yeah. And then without doing a walkthrough. I mean, it's pretty much, you know, Cody fucking does the uh, jack-o'-lantern. He does it with plastic explosives, which I thought was interesting. You know, he fucking puts plastic explosives all over the front of this fucking big-ass pumpkin and then just blows it up and fucking pumpkin guts go everywhere. And then it's this perfect fucking carved-out jack-o'-lantern, which was funny. And then Mark ends up, the chick ends up coming to the party and hanging out with Mark, and she fucking wants to go egg in house. He don't want to go. Because, uh, you know, naturally uh, it sets in that it's not a good thing for him to do. And then she just leans in and kisses him again without his consent. But that gets his hormones raging. And he ends up going <laughs> and egg in the house. And a fucking cop sees him and fucking takes his and rests his ass. And then he gets and turned on runs, by the cop. Yeah, and then he gets turned on by the cop and has to have an awkward conversation with his stepdad about his hormonal thing going through puberty. Which is another thing that I thought was interesting about this show. Because there's a lot, like, I, I went on and watched more episodes, and there's a lot of jokes at the expense of, like, pregnancy and, and damn, 
puberty and, and all this other kind of stuff and him talking about how he's like a big walking hormone you know and this other shit i thought that was pretty funny all right dope uh yeah so this was my first time ever watching an episode of step by step and um i i really liked it i thought it was really funny uh funny enough reese actually was like now I remember why I don't like sitcoms. And I was like, really? I thought that was really funny. I really enjoyed it. I really liked the ending. The whole uh, Mark telling Frank uh, that he's filled with hormones and, and them explaining to each other, I thought was really funny. I really liked uh, some of the back and forth between the characters, the mom and dad characters when they make uh, that they've been uh, role-playing as Captain Kirk and Lieutenant Ahura <laughs> on the bridge of the Enterprise for sexy time. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. It's like, I watched this show on TGIF after Family Matters when I was younger. And, you know, if you go from Urkel to watching, you know, these two middle-aged people talk about their role-playing in the bed <laughs> as Captain Kirk and Lieutenant Ahura, you know, I'm looking back on it now, I'm like, God damn. You know, there was there was a lot of shit and stuff that you don't you don't see in in programming that's made. You know, TGIF was made for young kids. Yeah, this is definitely a '90s version of the Brady Bunch. Right, and that was and, another thing that I was going to go into is like if you get further in the show, you can definitely see how much this show is a product of its time. Yeah, I while watching it, I was just like, oh my god, this is so early to to early mid 90s yeah i mean it completely is like like when you get further in to different episodes and stuff like that like the jokes and everything and 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 the subject matter is definitely early 90s it's it's a lot different than like our climate is now you know like the one of the episodes that i watched um al uh, the the dark haired daughter, but not the, she's not she's like the brown haired daughter. She's not the blonde, and she's not got the black hair. She's the other one, and uh, which I had a crush on when I was uh when I watched the show when I was younger. Wait, there's three daughters. Yes, there is Dana, which is the blonde one. Mm-hmm. Is she the one that dressed up as Hillary Clinton? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then there's Al, and then there is the the. The stupid one that's the popular one in school, which is a st- another stereotype. Is that the yeah, black hair girl? And then there's the, uh, yeah. the tomboy one. Yeah, Al is the tomboy one. That's the that's that's I, the one I'm talking about. Was She's she one in this in the episode? Middle. Very mm-hmm. briefly, she was uh, eating cereal. I believe she was the one eating cereal. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, she was the one eating cereal. Oh, I just assumed that was the Hillary Clinton blonde girl. No. Oh wow. Okay. They oh. both were. They were both there. Then Hillary left, or I don't remember to be honest. Yeah, I don't. Okay. She and was there for just a second. How many? A lot of the focus was on the two older daughters because that's when them two Beavis and Butthead idiots came in there. Yeah, which really reminded me how much I don't like Beavis and Butthead. I like uh, the cartoon, but that that was just that. That was, that was bad. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. And and those two guys show up again later. Yeah, that in, was in not show. pleasant. Uh, but. It was, uh, I didn't find it funny. I didn't find it. I guess I was a little impressed with like the impression, but because they pretty much kept in character the entire time. But I, I, I just don't like Beavis and Butthead, and I was just wasn't a fan of them. Uh, how many boys are there? 
there's three. three of each, I think. Yeah, there's three and three. You got JT, which is the oldest one, Mark, which is the middle one, and I can't remember what the youngest one is. Maybe the youngest young- one's the one with the like black hair bowl cut thing. Yeah. Just as a cowboy, I think. Steals ice cream in the intro. Yes. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. And then the one guy who's doing the huge pumpkin, That's he's cool. a he's a cousin. Yeah, he's, he's like, like a, an uncle, a cousin, cousin, uncle, uncle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they kind of look at him like the uncle, but technically, he's like a cousin. Sleeps with that uh, with Frank's wife when Frank's out of the house. Wait, really? No. I'm just... Oh <laughs> shit! I was like, well, goddamn, this really is '90s. <laughs> no, he sleeps in a van in the in the driveway. Oh, okay. Yeah, I actually, I think I want to watch more of this show. I really liked it. I thought it was really funny. I don't have, um, my nostalgia for the early 90s is very, very kid-oriented. As I I was very, very young. I'm, I'm, I'm a few years younger than you two. So, I, I, for me, like, 90 through 94 is very, you know like pre-kindergarten stuff for me yeah because you were born in what 88 yeah 88 so oh, like I gotcha. yeah because i would end up watching this like we tgif was like a household tradition we all watched these shows the adults and the kids right yeah it was the same way it was the same way for me when my dad didn't because he was always at work but me and my mom on friday nights we would watch family matters and step by step and i can't remember i want to say there was like four shows on tgif and i can't remember what the other two were yeah, so for me, like, the 90s kind of starts, you know, in the last four years of the 90s. But, like, because my early 90s is more along the lines of, like, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers. Oh, uh, I have those, too. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, but you were older to get old enough to get the other stuff also that was more, like, I was a kid, I was a kid kid. That's like, fair. That's fair. <clears throat> so watching this just kind of made yeah, me go. Yeah, because in, like, in 1995, Jerry was seven. Yeah. Mm, good you know what I'm saying? And, yeah, in 1995? Oh, sorry, 11. Yeah. Because yeah, I was born in 83, so that, you know, that put me at 12. Yeah, I was 84. Yeah, so, you know, me and you were 11 and 12 while Jerry was seven. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so that like there's the big difference. Um so for me it was really kind of cool to watch this and get a sense of the early 90s. And it, re- it, it I really want to watch more of this show. I thought it was really funny. Uh I really liked all the characters except for the Beavis and Butthead. My only issue was like I felt like I really they didn't give a, a lot of the characters a lot of time. It, I didn't really get any of the character tropes besides, you know, like two, uh, the 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 crunkle that sleeps with Frank's wife <laughs> in Jay's fan fiction, uh, yeah. and then and then like the, Cody the fan fiction. I got a yeah whole the blog. Cody yeah I got like Cody's deal. I got Mark's deal. Um, but as for the other kids, hell, I didn't even know there was a third daughter. Yeah, well, you know? I mean, you gotta. To be fair, this is also like 
episode four of season four, so there's four years of being with these characters that we that you just like skipped out on. Exactly. So be so even that's why I feel like I'm missing something. But even with admitting that I'm missing something, I still really enjoyed it and thought it was really funny. And I kind I do kind of want to go back and check this show out. Maybe start from the beginning, uh, watch some more of it when I can drag myself away from. Uh, becoming addicted to an MMO. If we stop putting out podcasts, that's the reason. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, give it a shot, dude. I mean, it's one of those things where just remember it is a product of his time. Cause like, that's where I was going into. Like uh, one of the next episodes after that is an episode where um, Al, the middle sister starts dating a, starts dating this guy. And when he comes walking in, he's got like a kilt on, he's got dreadlocks, a leather jacket, you know, stuff that's pretty typical like, now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's shit that's pretty typical now. He, but, it sounds like he's trying out to be in corn. Right. You know, something like that. <laughs> something like that. It's something that, you know, depending on where all three of us live. I mean, you live in Nashville. I live there. I, I live in Atlanta and, and fucking Jay is close to Seattle. So yeah. it's just like it's not something that is un uh, that is that we don't see on a regular basis, you know what I'm saying? But that at that time period, it was a big different, and and Frank had a huge deal with her dating him just based on the way the guy looked. And you know, you put out something like that now, where somebody's you know has a huge deal about the way somebody else looks, and it'll cause a fucking uproar. But back then, that was just normal commonplace. So that's the reason why I'm saying it's definitely a product of his time. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's a sitcom trope to be upset with who your daughter's dating based on how they look. Though I don't know if you should get upset about someone wearing a kilt. I think that's fine. A couple years ago, I went to uh, my buddy Jeff's wedding to be his best man, and uh, he got married in a kilt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, it ain't, it, ain't, it ain't nothing out of the norm for any of us. You know, uh, I got friends that wear them. You know what I'm saying? We always wear them. Well, I don't, but I got other friends that wear them, you know, go into damn Renaissance Festival. I got other people that just wear them out. You know, I mean, it's just one of those things that's the norm. But back then, you know what I'm saying? It was like in the early 90s, uh, they would make fun of guys. You know, if you had a kilt on, you were wearing a skirt, shit like that. You know, stupid shit. But it was normal back then. Yeah. And I wouldn't wear a kilt. Uh, not, Not anything with people calling me. Wearing a skirt, there's just definitely any a, little a, legs. Yeah, there's a picture floating around of, of me in full on drag, and I'm wearing a skirt. Um, I just have very tiny legs, so I don't really wear shorts. I mostly wear jeans. Uh, not really trying to show off my white legs like that. More even though you do, jeans. you do got great calves though. Oh, oh yeah. Thank you, uh, Kenneth. Uh, let's turn this podcast into complimenting Jerry because okay. that's like my new smile. thing. It's charming. Uh, you have not looked close enough at my smile, sir. You look good with skinny jeans, Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and I am the goddamn beholder. You let me like your smile, young man. Okay, well, behold that. Uh, and I do look good in skinny jeans. Kenneth, I agree. Yeah. You You can, and you can see me in skinny jeans at Days of the Dead Atlanta in February with the whole Kill the Cast crew come out. We'll be there. Regular jeans or shorts. I don't know how warm it is in your crazy southern town. Uh, probably warm to you. I will be freezing and complaining like a bitch. Uh, Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, all bullshit aside, you got a 50 50 chance of it either being fucking freezing or being hot as fuck in February. 
I will bring shorts and jeans and my jacket. But you're from fucking goddamn. Is, is there snow up there already? No, we, it's been it's it, it's random whether or not we get snow, and it's been mostly okay. Like it still feels like fall weatherwise. There are a few days where it's like chilly, and I gotta defrost my window. But it's uh, it's been a pretty warm winter so far. We'll see what it's like in February though. It might be snowy. I'm I'm always uh, waiting to get informed if I'm gonna get twelve inches of snow. I have like a eleven hour flight that day. <laughs> to uh, wow, to no be, one got that '90s joke. To be, <laughs> I missed it. I, I gotta wait to get informed if I'm gonna get twelve inches of snow. Oh, informed. La da 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 badego. Yeah. I get to boom yeah. boom now. Informer. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Apparently, that guy but, actually uh, was pretty gangster. My flight is at uh, is like at like twelve <laughs> thirty. <laughs> Uh, and I get into it, and I get in, yeah, at 12.30 in the morning, uh, Friday morning, technically, and I get into Atlanta at like 11, 11.30 or something like that, so that I'm there in time <laughs> to be picked up. Well, because there's like a two-hour layover and time travel. I'm going Oh, yeah, I forgot about, I forgot zone, about so. time travel. It's fuck. Yeah. So I'm going to be living off of some rock stars, maybe falling asleep on the plane or in the car. Right, so oh, yeah, I'd fall asleep. you up. Uh, somebody. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to need the information, sir, so that way I can make sure you get picked up from the airport. Okay. Yeah, we got to figure that all that shit out. We got to figure out who picked up him and Heather I mean, and... Uh, I mean, because only Reese and I are drive, so one of us has got to be at the airport. I'm going to try to take that day off. Well, it's the Friday of the convention. Yeah, but it, the, see, the convention doesn't start on Friday until, until like the night. Five. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, Jerry, did I take the day off last year? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you had to come pick me up. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, because I had to drive to fucking Tennessee. Yeah, you're uh, going to be doing a lot of driving that day, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so, damn. Uh, but, yeah, just let me know. I'm going to try to take the day off, so that way if i got to come get you from the airport, I'll come get you from the airport. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get you that to you. But, yeah, guys, come on down. Days of the Dead Atlanta. You can see us all in person. Don't kill Nick the cast do. crew. A live episode or something. Uh, we'll do something. We'll do some Facebook lives. We'll we'll get together, do some cool shit. Uh, should be dope. Heather's supposed to be joining us also. Yeah, so, fingers crossed. Uh, everything's fucking balling. Uh, I, I, uh, tickets have been bought for me. So yeah, me I bought too. my plane ticket. I need to buy the convention ticket. I should actually do that this paycheck. Yeah, uh, Kenneth and I went in, bought our tickets because they have a thing where you can buy four tickets, slightly discounted for the whole weekend. I, I if they would have had a six person thing, I would have hit you and Heather up and just done a six person thing. But they didn't have it; only goes up to four people. Who's the fourth person? Uh, well, Kenneth's bringing someone, and I'm bringing. Reese. Oh, okay, that so, makes sense. Uh, we went ahead and and did that. Um, no, paid smart. for by ebay thank you ebay because the godzilla game for the ps4 sells for like a hundred dollars on ebay now what yeah so i sold i sold that motherfucker because that game sucks damn and yeah it does i sold dragon quest 5 for the ds for a hundred dollars nice nice so plus i sold some other shit um but yeah so thank you ebay uh sponsor us um Okay, yeah, so, uh, Jay, did we go to you on how you feel about Step by Step in this episode? 
Uh, I liked it. It was pretty funny. Uh, like I said, I watched the show. Uh, I watched the show growing up. I think we kind of covered it basically just in our our general discussion. Um, yeah, like Kenneth said, it's definitely a product of its time. Like people would probably lose their shit now if there was a twelve year old girl uh, kissing a twelve year old boy without asking him first, and he was talking yeah. about getting all horned there, up okay. by it. <laughs> uh, there was implied consent here. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm just you know, because I just want to say this: if you invite someone to a party, uh, and you're flirting, and you go in for a kiss, you know, like I don't think you have to like specifically be like, "Can I kiss you?" Ask for consent. Like, there's an implied consent that doesn't. <laughs> well, I'm saying it doesn't guarantee consent. But there is an implied possibility of consent. Yeah, in this particular uh, situation, I'm pretty sure in the back of his head, Mark was thinking to himself, my God, please shove your tongue in my mouth. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I think back to when I was in eighth grade. Because when I was in eighth grade, I was already fucking. So. Lucky? Fucking. Yeah, right? Y'all weren't fucking in eighth grade? I don't think so. Oh, I lived not. in Columbia, South Carolina, and... Uh, went to Dutch Fork Middle School and Dutch Fork High School, and they were extremely slutty. So I got a lot of action that I really probably didn't deserve. So thank you, uh, Rich High School. Best high school are, I went how to. How old are you when you're in eighth grade? Uh, you're like uh, 14. Yeah, no, I wasn't fucking. No, yeah, I was fucking. Yeah. No, I was, I, w- I was already hooking up. I started early when it came to sexual stuff. Yeah, I didn't get I didn't even get to start getting my dick sucked until I was like fifteen. Oh yeah, no, I I had already gotten a, a blowjob way earlier than that. Uh, I just I've got really good uncles, you know. Whoa, so. whoa. What now? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. What? Yeah. So step by step, really good show. Really dug this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, it was pretty dope. I will watch more of this. I like the nineties. Um. Uh, I I uh I think the pumpkin face blow up with plastic explosives was, was a little fucking stupid. I enjoyed um, it. I thought it was funny. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I thought it was funny just because of how corny it was. Because you know, good goddamn well, there's no way that you'd have done that. You'd have with as much plastic explosives as he had on that pumpkin, there would have been nothing left of that pumpkin. That's true. <laughs> but yeah. I just thought it was funny. I I will have to agree with you there. Uh, so, yeah, I really dug this. I, I liked it. I will probably check out more of this. So, does anyone else have anything else they want to say about the... Yeah, that was good. No, I had a huge crush on Susan, Susan uh, Summers. Suzanne, Suzanne Summers. Summers. Yeah. Yeah, she's pretty hot, too. But I was going to say, let's just go ahead and move on to the funniest of the three shows. Okay, so next <laughs> up is my pick... And that would be Modern Family. We're doing episode Halloween from season two. Sounds um, great. This is a show that I have never watched, so I'm enjoying really? this. Yeah, you never Bro, watched Modern. Oh man, it's so fucking funny. You need I, to watch more of it. I love Modern Family. I think it's one of the funniest, most interesting shows. I think it has such a blend of unique characters that it, it covers so many subjects. I, I love it. So in this episode. We have uh, Claire setting up for Halloween. Um, her husband, Phil, is also very big into Halloween. 
They're they're trying to get all set up. Their next door nor fuck me. Next door neighbor Jerry, uh, his wife just left him, which kind of gets that in sucks, the head Jerry. of what? So that sucks, Jerry. It does. Here's the thing. I want to talk about this. In sitcoms, Jerry's always get kind of the shit end of things. Just in general. Talk about in sitcoms. Uh, not just in shit sitcoms. Uh, <laughs> if you're a Jerry. Your life is a shitcom. <laughs> That's the way it works. The, there's very few Jerry's that get out well. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld made it. Jerry Springer made it. Um, most of the other Jerry's, you're fucked. Name me another yeah. famous Jerry. It's extremely hard without going, oh, Lee well, uh, Ben and Jerry's or Tom and Jerry. And I'm like, those don't count. One's ice cream and the other is an animated mouse. Jerry Lee Lewis. What did he do? I know the name. Rockstar? Watch Girls P? What did he <laughs> Both. Do? Both. Okay. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. he was a singer. He was a piano guy, I think. But yeah, not a um, lot of famous Jerry's because... Jerry the did... King Lawler. Jerry the King Lawler. That's my boy right there. I, uh, Raw is war, baby. Uh, show me the puppies. Okay. So great balls of fire. That's, uh, that's Jerry Lee Lewis. He did that song, "Great Balls of Fire." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! One of the earliest songs about STDs. And married his cousin. And married. Sometimes you got. Well, I'm from Alabama. You're allowed to do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, completely legal. Um, we're not like Georgia, who looks down on cousin fucking because they're high class Southerners with their rich towns. Uh, and proper deer hunting with permits. Fucking. Regular Jerry Lewis. Redneck fucking comedian. bourgeois. Jerry Ooh. Garcia. Okay, Fuck you. we're done with Jerry. <laughs> Fuck Jerry. Uh, we're going Fuck back you. to the episode. Jerry Stiller. Jerry Brunheimer. Uh, Jerry Hall. One more time. <laughs> Fuck you. Shut Jerry Hall, but that's a girl. Fuck up. <laughs> okay. So, it gets into Phil's head, so Phil kind of spends the episode trying to make sure that Claire won't leave him. Claire's trying to spend the episode focusing on getting Halloween ready. Good for uh, her. Yeah. Uh, her one daughter, Haley, is dressing up in slutty costumes. Uh, her son... Wait, how old is she? Uh, now? Or no, then? No, the character. The character? Uh, she's in high school... Uh, she's underage for sure. She's like mm. fucking fifteen. Um, mm. <laughs> uh, Sarah Highland's balso. Uh, she's almost died multiple times uh, due to kidney stuff. She's actually had her father's kidney in her and her brother's kidney in her. Ooh, that sucks for uh, her. Yeah, it's brutal. Uh, then we also had Luke, uh, who is basically just trying to get candy. Luke really doesn't do much this episode. Uh, we also have my favorite character, Alex Dumphy. Wanting to study instead of doing Halloween stuff, which is always good. Shout out to Ariel Winner. She's amazing. Uh, we also have um, Claire's dad, uh, Jay Pritchett, played by the wonderful Ed O'Neill from Married with Children fame. Yeah, he was funny. Um, and his wife, uh, Gloria, uh, who is stunningly... Uh, attractive. I would Holy have so shit. much sex with Sofia Vergara. Uh, I would have so much sex with everyone in this show. 
when they're of age. <laughs> um, let me specify that right now. Um, and uh, they, the the issue with them in this episode is uh, Gloria gets mad when Jay kind of corrects how she talks because she has an accent and uh, English is her second language and she miss, uh, says things. So that's where their kind of thing is. Uh, the third set of, of, a, of the family we have is Claire's brother Mitchell and uh, his is season two. Are they married? I believe they're married. Uh, are going to be married, something like that. But his partner, uh, Cam, and basically uh, Mitchell had just uh, started working at this new law firm. And he found out that they are that uh, two of the guys there said everyone dresses up for their Halloween. So Mitchell is going to go as Spider-Man only My to man. get there and find out that no, only those two guys dress up. People think they're douchebags um, and he's in trouble. Uh, luckily, Cam, who for him, Halloween is ruined because of a traumatic childhood event. Um, he saves the day by getting him some clothes that are in his trunk. Uh but when uh, Mitchell tries to change in out of them later, he ends up getting them wet in the toilet and ends up getting caught in the Spider-Man outfit. All of this ends up uh, culminating into uh, the big thing with the Halloween party, or not party, but the Halloween actually happening where kids come into trick-or-treating and everyone is messing up their lines, don't care, messing up the cues, up until the point where Claire blows up and explains to him that Halloween is her holiday she does fireworks uh, on christmas because that's what they do in columbia uh she let her gay brother take over <laughs> thanksgiving the gays too yeah the gays uh and how they do whatever weird trendy uh fancy turkey because they can't do regular turkey like them fucking people in georgia gotta do everything fancy <laughs> um uh and it blows up with her getting all upset, but then the family coming together and and doing the haunted house properly and her uh, being happy again, which is kind of how you saw this show go. That is pretty much almost how every episode goes. Like, it is very formulaic, but it almost always works because of everyone's quirks. And there's a lot of quirks you that you... That all the characters have that you will see later on or throughout the entire series. Uh, it's a wonderful show. I fucking love Modern Family. It is one of my uh, favorite sitcoms. And when we were trying to pick the episodes from this, I was actually the last person to pick. Because and, but yours I, was the most Halloween, too. Yes. Well, I could not think of anything. And my problem was is I kept trying to think of older shows. Until I was like, oh, wait. Modern Family. I could do their Halloween episode. That Halloween... They've done a couple of Halloween episodes. Uh, but the first one was just one of the best. I'm going to do it. So once I got out of olden days and got modern... Uh, nah. Modern Family was hands down the best way. There's so much stuff I love about this episode. Um, I love the dynamic between all the characters, but I got to know, Jay, since this was your first time watching Modern Family, what were your thoughts, man? What's going on? 
Uh, it was funny. I so I, I know of the show. I've just never actually sat down to watch it. I don't watch too many sitcoms nowadays. There's so much nerd-friendly hour-long shows out there that most of my time goes to those. Um, so I don't really seek out newer sitcoms. I watch. Um, the hell do I watch? I watch Superstore because I used to work in Walmart and it's uh, like spot yeah, on. Love Superstore. Um, and I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and I, I want to say Nine-Nine. that's it, really. For you don't sitcoms. watch The Goldbergs? No. Oh, dude, you would love The Goldbergs. My mom does. My mom loves that show. Well, your mom's a smart lady. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I don't watch too many sitcoms, but uh, this was funny. I enjoyed it. I, I can't promise I'll, I'll sit down and seek out other episodes or to watch it. Like I said, I got a lot of stuff that I watched, but um, I enjoyed it. I wasn't mad at it, and I'd happily sit down and watch another episode if it was what was going on at the time. Yeah, Modern Family is part of my uh, Hulu watch. Uh, Reese and I watch um, certain shows together on Hulu, um, and it's usually Modern Family, The Goldbergs, uh, Bob's Burgers, and Superstore. Those are kind of like our four picks. Um, and then I also, I watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine myself. I watch uh, the Goldberg spinoff Schooled. I watch um, the Connors, which, controversial, I like the Connors more without Roseanne. So, fucking eat it, people. I like Darlene as a main character. How did they get rid of Roseanne in the story? Bitch died from a drug overdose. <laughs> Bitch died from a drug overdose. And now Dan's about to fuck Peggy Bundy. He's gonna fuck the shit out of Peggy Bundy. Lucky him. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I really really like Connors. Um, In fact, they did a Halloween episode. It was okay. Um, The Connors won't blow you away. Have really good Halloween episodes. The Goldbergs do have really good guest stars. Like Robert England was on an episode. Yep, in the Freddy makeup. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I actually just watched the Goldbergs uh, yesterday. Uh, Hulk Hogan was was a guest on it. Um, Was he? In (laughs) in fact, my uh, buddy, who a long time ago was one of the found, was one of the people who uh, that uh, came on to do Retro Collective with me. He has had his toys that he makes appear in the Goldbergs and appeared in Schooled. Oh, that's cool. Um, he's had he's had a he's he made a toy uh, for whichever Jonas brother married uh, the chick from Game of Thrones. I don't know. Um, he's made a lot of toys. He just made a toy for Oliver Tree. Um, if y'all are hip and keeping up with that new music, um, but he's done a lot. He's done a lot of crazy shit. But yeah, he's had his toys show up on the Goldbergs, so that's pretty dope. Okay, so uh, Kenneth, let's show it to you. Modern Family, Halloween. What you think? I thought it was hilarious. I like the show anyway. Um, I like I, one of my favorite things about the show is the way it's shot. It's like a handheld. Yeah, it's a crazy mixture of like trying to question with yourself is is there a casting like well is there a crew there is this a documentary it felt very office like to me right i really like the way it was shot and the characters are hilarious and the way they interact with each other is great so i actually really enjoy this show anyway 
and the way that they did this one was pretty great. So, I mean, I, I really don't have anything negative to say about this show. I, I mean, because I could sit down and I could and I could watch this for fucking hours because it's hilarious to me. Yeah, it is to me. When it comes to the family sitcom, uh, you know, sitcoms that that definitely focus around family. This is my favorite. Um, it, it is just really that good. It has such good characters. It has such diversity with the characters. Um, and I really liked it. And I love this episode specifically because it's Halloween. Right. Claire's enthusiasm for Halloween just really talks to me. And it very much reminds me of my dad because my dad goes very, very big for Halloween. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he I'm, does. I'm sure a lot of you saw the pictures that I posted in, in the Facebook group. Of my dad's Halloween setup, um, so it very much reminds me of my dad, and I really, really enjoyed it. And you know, one day if I ever get a house, I hope I can do some Halloween stuff like this. Hell yeah! Your porch so. looks pretty good for Christmas too. Yeah, yeah, we got the porch. Uh, we'll probably come in first place this year. Uh, win a hundred dollars off our rent. We did win. We won first place last year for uh, best decorated porch, and we did more this year. So, um, and I, I did ninety percent of the porch myself. Nice, so good job. I'm I'm pretty pretty fucking excited about it. What you need to do is just take down everyone else's decorations the night before. Well, okay. So here's <laughs> the thing. Reese and I drove around our apartments. Only two other apartments have Christmas decorations up. Oh, that's funny. Uh, we our our apartments are very are, are mostly filled with people who don't celebrate Christmas, so it's not like we have a lot of competition. But unfortunately, the two other people that have decorated for Christmas are on the top floor, so we can't really do anything. Uh, but we're on the bottom floor, so they could attack us. But so far, no one has fucked with our Christmas decorations at all. That's so, good. Because uh, it'd be very easy to take most of it down or steal it or run away with it. Um, so there's that. Um, so, yeah, okay, well, that was Modern Family. Uh, we kind of ran this through pretty quick, so you know what? Let's have a little bonus segment. Okay. Um, not necessarily horror related, but we're going to talk Christmas a little bit. Um, Christmas Eve, uh, Reese and I, we're going to sit down and we're going to watch three to four Christmas movies. So we kind of have, uh, a bunch of movies picked. Um, so I'm going to tell you what they are, but I also want to talk about what movies y'all like to watch for Christmas. So the movies, we both picked two movies each that we're going to watch for Christmas. I chose uh, Krampus, which is my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, And I chose The Ref with Dennis Leary. That's man. I haven't watched that in a long time. I really enjoyed that movie. Yeah, I haven't watched it. We didn't watch it last year, which is why I wanted to watch it this year. Um, Because I'm not someone who usually watches uh, a movie more than once every other year, except for a few select movies. Um, you know, those few handful of movies you can watch at any time. Uh, but Krampus is my yearly tradition, so I will be watching Krampus. That's um, fair. and then Reese, 
kind of has three movies. She hasn't fully made up her mind. Um, she's got her yearly movie, which is the family stone. Uh, it's Oof, a family that one's a rough watch for me. Uh, it's a pretty good movie, but yeah, it can be a little rough. Uh, I watched it for the first time ever last year. <clears throat> um, then uh, she's kind of debating on if she's going to do the Santa Claus with Tim Allen or uh, a Christmas story. Because last year we did Santa Claus and we did National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So this year we're kind of trying to switch it up, but she might still do the Santa Claus. But I think we're doing Krampus, um, a Christmas story. The Ref and Family Stone, I think, are the four movies we're going to try to do Christmas Eve. That's not bad. So, yeah. So, with that being said, uh, Jay, do you, what, what are some of your favorite Christmas movies? What do you plan to try to get in to watch on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day? Um, I don't know. So, um, Kayla's actually working overnights um, with her new career. So, it's I'm going to be alone for, for Christmas Eve. So I'll probably just watch whatever the fuck I want. Maybe just regular old TV. Uh, so far, I've watched Jack Frost, and I think that's it. The uh, Not the Michael Keaton one. The one with the killer snowman. Um, oh, okay. I was about to say, uh... I watched sir? Die Hard. Yeah, I did watch the original Die Hard. Uh, also, um, remember, if Die Hard counts as a Christmas movie, Jaws of Revenge counts as a Christmas movie. So make sure you check that out. I don't out. know if it counts as a Christmas movie, but I watch it around Christmas anyway. Um, uh, it does. It's about a guy... Who has to go to a fam? Who has to? He's obligated to go to an event with because of his family on Christmas. That is a that is one hundred percent a Christmas movie. And then things go wrong. Um, I want to watch Santa Slay, which is one of my favorite Christmas horror movies um, because it's a lo- really funny. Uh, it's about. Uh, have you guys seen this one? No, no. So it is uh, Bill Goldberg plays Santa Claus. And you told story- us about this um, last year. Probably, yeah. I, I'm going to tell you about it again. Uh, and Fair. He, uh, he goes around killing people as Santa Claus because Santa's uh, curse that made him deliver presents for the last thousand years or whatever is is finally broken. Um, we should actually cover this on the show one of these days. Uh-huh. Uh, Christmas in July, double feature, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Um, I, Gremlins, Home Alone is always a classic. Uh, I really like A Christmas Story. Um, I just, uh, lately I haven't really felt very, uh, very holiday oriented though. So I don't know if I'll actually get around to watching any, any holiday movies or not, but those are the ones that I enjoy a lot. Krampus is another good one. Um, I'm trying to think about anything else Christmas. Well, you don't, you don't have to name them all, Jay. It's okay. It's okay, buddy. That's where we're at. Okay. Uh, let's throw to you, Kenneth. I, I know you're a big Christmas fan. What have you watched? What do you plan on watching? What's some of your favorites? Okay, so so far I've watched both Home Alones. I have watched uh, Mickey's Christmas Carol. I have watched, uh, well, I started Muppet's Christmas Carol. Um, what else? What else? What else? Christmas Vacation. Christmas with Cranks. Uh, Christmas Cram- with the Cranks is actually really good. Yep. Krampus. Uh, Edward Scissorhands. Not uh, good. Uh, Edward Scissorhands is great. Nah. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Nah, don't like that one either. Uh, those are all the ones that I've watched so far. I think. Oh, I've watched uh, Garfield Christmas. Uh, I, I didn't go re- over the ones I watched, but we did when we set up our Christmas tree. We watched um, uh, 
the classic uh, claymation Rudolph and the uh, Jack Frost uh, claymation movies. And then we also watched watched another Christmas movie. Fuck, what was it? What did we watch? Oh, we watched uh, Jim Carrey's The Grinch, which literally is just Jim Carrey doing all of his roles in one. <laughs> it's so good, though. It's, uh, it's okay. It's a good one. Um, Sorry. We ended up watching that new animated Grinch, which I didn't care for too much. It was okay. I've heard bad things. Yeah, um, I've not watched that one yet myself. Yeah, ended up watching that. And then as for uh, on Christmas Eve is going to be hella busy for me i probably won't even get time in because by the time I, I i actually get to lay down to go to sleep i'm gonna have to turn around and get up at six o'clock in the morning oh, so sorry, yeah i mean so i got I basically well next time kenneth pull out <laughs> well on my christmas eve basically what i gotta do is i gotta get up go to work get off work go down to my mom's go do all of our christmas eve stuff there leave uh them go Get set up for the that morning, which y'all both know what I'm talking about. Get set up for that morning. Get up 6 a.m., go through that kind of stuff. And then me and the kids are going to come over here, and the kids are going to open up their presents for me. So, yeah, it's going to be damn hella busy for me on Christmas Eve. But I'm going to try to get in like Charlie Brown Christmas because I haven't watched that one yet this year. Um, I did watch Black Christmas, uh, the original, 74. I watched the remake in theaters. The newest remake. Or was it um, terrible? Yeah, and not for the reasons you would think it was, but... And this yeah. is coming from a guy who likes the first remake of Black Christmas. I did like the first remake uh, of Black Christmas better someone than the original. Who was, also, let's point out, uh, Jay is is very liberal. I'm not going to say, like... He's not, like, pro-feminist, because I know y'all are going to take that the wrong fucking way. But he's not the kind of person who would get offended that this movie has a, and I'm using finger quotes here, and agenda it's pushing. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, the he's not the kind of person, me, and even he thought it was horrible. The problem for me was everyone felt like a stereotype and not like in any kind of good way. Like the drunk frat boys all felt like stereotypes. The, you know, the social activist people felt like stereotypes. Like it, like even the people who were supposed to be the heroes felt like stare like if if the right or if the right had a stereotype view of social justice warriors those were the heroes of the movie and if the left had a had a stereotype view of typical men those were the bad guys of the movie so nobody came off as like i didn't like anybody um and that was my main problem with it damn it sounds like it was just loaded with shitty people it, well, yeah, it just wasn't, you know, there was no real character development. Even the main character has, like, the smallest arc, and it just, it could have been done, and really the name. They, they, like, I'm not the kind of person that says, man, they should have just changed the name. But this one really didn't have anything to do with Black Christmas at all. It wasn't a a remake in the traditional sense. It's like they just, they like, this one felt like they literally just took the name. When they, like, this, a better name for this would have been Sorority House Massacre, which is already a movie um, but you know what I mean? Like it just, everything about it just fell off. Well, mm. I don't really have any interest in, uh, in watching it, but I try uh, and see all the horror in theaters that I can. I hear you. But yeah, I mean, I watched, uh, I watched the 74 black Christmas. 
so uh, that that was enjoyable. Um, I love that movie. But uh, other than that, I mean, whatever I can get in for the time. Like I started watching some of the old like cartoon shorts. You know, like uh, I watched a couple of Looney Tunes Christmas ones. I watched a couple of oh, the Disney ones that are on Disney Plus. Um, like uh, you know, uh, Pluto's Christmas Tree. I think is what it's called. You know what I'm saying? Where Mickey Mouse and uh, Pluto go get a Christmas tree with, and it's got uh, uh, the the chipmunks in it, um, <laughs> Chip and Dale, and yeah. Chip and Dale's in the tree. So yeah, I watched Ch- that. Chip and Dale, that's yeah. the green chips. So yeah, that that was pretty interesting. But other than that, I mean, whatever I can find the time to get into, because fuck, I mean, just as soon as we get done recording, I gotta go to sleep and get up and go to work. I feel it. <laughs> So. Yeah, okay. Well, I just kind of wanted to throw a little bonus I watched yeah. Joker. Christmas watch kind of thing. <clears throat> Joker is not Christmassy. I don't give a no, shit. No, but it's good. It was a damn good Christmas present that Jay gave me so I could fucking watch it because it was amazing. Hey, I'm not disagreeing with you. I also want to say I rewatched uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and Far From Home. Tom Holland is without a doubt my my favorite Spider-Man. My 82 uh and and those two those two movies are the two best live action spider-man movies hands down i like them way better than the sam raimi trilogy i like them better than the uh amazing duology just hands down those movies are fucking good and i know i do get some of the complaints people have about the tom holland spider-man and how he's written and i do understand those complaints but goddamn, I just enjoy them so much. They are really Fuck. good. I haven't seen the second one. Uh, oh man, it's good. I I really liked it. It's on um, your voodoo, isn't it? Yes, sir. Yeah, I think I um, gave it to you, didn't I? Uh, yes, I think you that was did. in that group of movies. Yeah, I think so. Um, uh, I also watched uh the uh Kingsman sequel. Um, I Ooh. told these guys. I didn't tell y'all, but. Kind of related, uh, so, well, Jerry hates action kind of thing. I really liked the first Kingsman. I thought it was very unique. Really liked it. Uh, I ended up watching the second one uh, the other day. I haven't really been watching a lot of movies. Um, and what movies I have, it seems I've been watching action movies, which is weird. Modern <laughs> yeah, action movies that are more comic booky. Because uh, Kingsman is based on comic books, so technically I've just been watching comic book movies. But I watched it, and I, I enjoyed it also. I thought it was really good. Um, I thought it was okay. I mean, I, like I didn't when think she it was puts as good the as the dude in the grinder and then makes the other that dude was funny. eat him. That it was... was not as good as the first one, but um, I still really liked it. But there were things that I felt uh, they kind of dropped the ball on with uh, certain characters dying and um, yeah, another certain character we're introduced to being basically handicapped and put away when I would have really enjoyed them throughout the movie, but I didn't get them. Um, I I didn't, I didn't get the same, and this is going to sound strange, but I didn't get the same warmth from Eggsy in the second one as I did in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Cause now he's all like sophisticated and professional and he lost that kind of rawness to him. And I mean, I get, I get the evolution of the character, but at the same time, I'm just kind of like, that was one of the things that made me like Eggsy in the first one. 
You know, even yeah, even towards fair. the end when he when you got your full evolution of him at the end of it, well, not complete, but you know, the like when he's completely a Kingsman at the end of it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it even when he's there, he's still got that that edge of the way he grew up and everything. And I don't know. I feel like a, I feel like a piece of that was gone in the second one, and so I just didn't. I, I, I don't know. I just didn't feel it as much. It was still a good movie, but it wasn't as good as the first one, and I just I, I didn't feel it as much. I kind of felt like, you know, uh, a way that we used to put it uh, back in the day, the difference between riding on a motorcycle and riding in the motorcycle. You know, it's like sitting up on top of a chair and being into the chair when you get comfortable in the chair. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um but I finally watched those, so I was I, I I was pretty I was pretty happy with it. I liked it. Um, definitely not as good as the first one, though. But if they make a third one, um, I'm definitely down. I hope they the are one... making a third one. It is a prequel <laughs> called The King's Man, and it takes oh, place yeah, yeah, in yeah, yeah. World War One or two. I can't tell. I saw that trailer, and it's basically yeah. about how the kings, the whole group, gets made. Is what it looks like. Yeah, definitely. It doesn't have Eggsy in it or any of the others. I mean, I, I'm not. That's not selling me, but it's cool looking. It but... looks like it has the same. If there's a trailer style and attitude, yeah, but I don't know. It's it being set in like fucking the 1920s, uh, kind of makes me go, eh. Or wait, when was World War One? Was that 19? That was like 1910s, 1920s, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that just kind of makes me go, eh, okay, but, you know, I'll watch it just because it's the Kingsman. Um, I like the style of the Kingsman. I really like the way the Kingsman's filmed. Um, so I'll for sure watch it, but I'm not excited. I was more wanting to see it continue with Eggsy. That's fair. Um, you know, because now he has to balance, you know, uh, marriage life and and Secret Service. Um and marriage life to a royal. So, it would have been very interesting, but... Okay, whatever. We'll see what happens with this other one. Um, So, yeah, okay. I guess we're going to wrap it up and get out of here, guys. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. Thank you for joining us for our fourth annual Halloween for Christmas. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, We hope you liked the episodes we picked. Uh, enjoyed our little reviews of them. We're stoked for it. Uh, January's coming. Uh, New Year. We'll be doing something we don't really have a lot planned, um, which is it's kind of on me. I've just had, uh, over the past couple of months, I've had a lot going on in my personal life and have not been able to put as much time into my creative side as I would like to. Um, but hopefully uh, January, February, we will get back on track and get back into action um, as everything's gonna going back to normal for me. So, with that being said, let us know what you want to see in the new year. Um, I know with February coming up, we uh, typically do a Universal Classic movie for Jay. Um, we may switch it up and do a Hammer film. Um, but I Ooh. also had an idea for a uh, another um, horror Coliseum series, much like the Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, you know, and obviously this would take us a couple of months to finish, but it would be a horror coliseum, uh, putting a universal movie against a hammer film, uh, hitting like some of the, the main, 
in the franchise, you know, first Dracula versus first Dracula, <laughs> Frankenstein versus Frankenstein, Wolfman versus Wolfman, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, so we may do that as our, you know, maybe our big project uh, for 2020. So let us know in the, in the group or whatever if you guys want to see us do that. Do you want us to just do a Universal Classic? Do you want us to just do a Hammer Horror film? Let us know. Let us else know what other shit you want us to do. You got ideas for Horror Coliseum? Fuck it. Let us know. We may do it. Uh, with that being said, uh, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. I know Kenneth's ready to get the fuck out of here. Uh, how about you, Jay? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I could stay and talk to them while you guys leave. Whatever. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. I'm not leaving you alone with anyone. That just seems like a bad idea. Yeah, um, you're going to come back to a canceled show somehow. Pod being like, you've been removed for terms of service. You haven't even uploaded the episode yet. Like, how do they know? The fucking Skype snitching on us. <laughs> um, Kenneth, you got any uh, parting words uh, to end 2019? Damn. Just fucking keep listening to us in 2020. Keep it going. Keep it rocking. Yeah, and, we're in uh, 20s. Hell yeah, let's see how it goes. Uh, in Roaring Twenties, we will only be doing uh, silent films from the 1920s. <laughs> We're going to um, do a, a Max Shrek marathon. Uh, yeah, we'll be hitting uh, Der Golem. Uh, oh. we're, we're going to... Actually, I'm a big, I, I, I like all those uh, old 1920 films, but uh, I would not want to review them. Uh, that would be very, very hard. So I'm be with that... like there was no sound in, in all of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, guys, let us know in the group what you want to see from us in 2020. Thank you for a wonderful 2019. Uh, thank you for celebrating uh, four years of Halloween for Christmas. Thank you for everything you've done for us, for listening, for commenting, for hanging out, uh, all of that. We are so thankful and happy to have all of you. 2020 is going to be a blast. We are going to do some more stuff. We're definitely going to try to cover some more uh, films that we hate, uh, that at least one of us hates. Try to get some fun. of that that fucking beef going. Um, that beef. We, yeah. Uh, also, I know Where's at some beef? point in the future, we'll also be doing some uh, newer heavy hitters like Hereditary. Uh, Jerry Hates Action will continue with the Matrix trilogy. Um so yeah, check all that shit out, man. Um, and I'm sure we'll find some other unique stuff to do uh, as we get into 2020. Uh, y'all have been uh, fucking awesome. Y'all are uh, our audience is a blessing in disguise. Y'all are transformers, kind of. That's the way I like to think of it. Um, whether you want to be an Autobot or Decepticon is all on you. Um, either Kenneth, when it's Christmas time, do you make sure to only watch Christmas related porn? Do you specifically try to look for, like, webcam girls in Santa hats? Nope, don't give a shit. I uh, watched one dude. the other day where a guy dressed up as Santa and his stepdaughter and wife had sex with him at the same time. So that was good. Yeah, okay, I don't, fair dis- enough. I don't discriminate when it comes to porn. Man, I don't give a fuck what time of year it is. Well, I didn't know if you got festive with porn or not. <laughs> fuck no, man. So. He's like I was just curious. Holly jolly. Well, I, I put a little Santa hat on the tip of my dick and fucking goddamn jizz in it. I mean, is that what you want? No, I just didn't know if you like looked I'll up. I'll send like, you that video if you'd like. I mean, yes. I would, but like, I didn't know if you <laughs> looked up like uh, elf porn parody or something. Ooh, I no. bet there's one out there. 
Oh, I'm sure there is. No, the only uh, holiday out of the year that I actually do do anything like that is fucking Halloween. That's when you go to horrorporn.com. Yep. All right. All right, fuck it, guys. We are out of here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, comment. Uh, uh, this isn't YouTube. Oh, wait, yeah, this goes on YouTube, so that counts. Uh, check us out. Uh, you know, you can rate us on iTunes. Um, we might bring Patreon back. Uh, it didn't work out the first time. But uh, maybe I'll rework it into a way that um, actually works. We'll see. Let us know if you want want that. We will see y'all in 20-fucking-20. 20 20. Have a great Christmas. Have a good holidays. Have a happy fucking New Year. All that jazz. We are out of here. Kill the Cast loves you. Kill the Cast President 2020. Um, <laughs> yeah. You won't have no to one... impeach us. We're you can impeach the shit out of, <laughs> uh, you know, we don't give a fuck. Uh, we will be impeached for more of a Bill Clinton type thing. I'm just saying. That's true. But it'll be against each other. Uh, like, this is the first time a president's been impeached for letting his vice president suck him off. Woo! And what's weird is a secretary of defense was watching the whole time jacking off saying, what a lovely little tea party. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Fun. In all seriousness, we're fucking out of here. Uh, You know, holly jolly Christmas and all that jazz. Good night. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shade Cast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.